0: everybody, welcome back to our podcast. It's been a little while since we've done an episode, but we've got some, uh, some good news to share. So it's myself and Nick today having a chat about about that. Uh, the, the news that we've got is that we are launching a new Monday night session, which is exciting. that's coming in September, the new school year. On top of that, we're also having our first ever girls only sessions and that's what we wanted to talk about a little bit today talking about girls football and the reasons why we haven't done it before, the reasons why we're doing it now and and what that's going to mean for for girls in Leeds that want to get into football with with foot tech which we're quite excited about. So how are you doing Nick first of of all? I'm very well Luke, thanks for asking, how are you? Yeah I'm good, Nick's been running our camps all, uh, all summer so far, we've no days off, he's got a a couple of weeks off in uh, in a few days, which he will more than deserve. So if his voice is funny, that's because he's been <laughs> shouting instructions for six hours a day for the last four weeks. Um, so let's get into it. We're starting this girls' session. Really excited about it. So when when we say we're starting the girls' session, we're still going to have mixed sessions within this um, within this time slot. We're still going to have the boys' sessions. Um, uh, our our first touch sessions at three and four year olds. So it's going to be going to be starting mid-September, around about, I think, the 13th of the 9th. 4.30 to 5.30 is going to be our first such session. We're then going to have 5 to 6 p.m., which is going to be our usual session, so our mixed sessions with additional groups of of girls only, specifically for for, for um, for the girls' football. So
1: why have we not done this before, Nick, is the question. Why have we not done this before? Well, we've always had girls. I think it's important to clarify. We've always had girls and we've always been open to girls and we've always been very inclusive. and want everyone to take part. I guess all that's changed during the time when we've always championed the girls coming along with the boys is that we've had plenty of experiences of girls who haven't wanted to do that. have <laughs> wanted to do it just with girls, essentially, for, for whatever reason. Um, and as the demand for that has grown and, it, and we've seen it occurring more and more, um, yeah, not doing it is us preventing quite a lot of girls from playing football, I think. So uh, that's the same thing. We want as many people as possible to play um, and this is going to help to achieve that.
0: Yeah, I think we, when we set it up, we always wanted it to be mixed. We'd seen a lot of uh, instances of the likes of the United States. I think Germany were big on mixed mixed sessions up until the older age, which seemed to help their, their girls. And the boys, a lot of development opportunities for the boys yeah, doing no, that okay. as well. And yeah, as it's gone on, like you say, we've just found that we've had plenty of girls that have come and gone through our system and gone on to big things, which will come on into a second, which has made us believe that that is the way forward. But I think we've probably gone to the, got to the point where we need to be a bit more open minded and a bit more empathetic of the fact that there are some girls that just simply do not want to play with the boys and some parents that don't want their girls mm-hmm. to play with the boys. And then they're, they're perhaps missing out on opportunities to play more football, get more good quality coaching. And so yeah, we've we've had to it's been a tough decision. It's not something that we've took lightly, we've really looked at it all and and I think
1: we've done it for the right reasons and we're excited to start it. But yeah. I think we have to be I think we're aware as well of how difficult it can be for a girl to come down into you know, our sessions. are very inclusive we're very welcoming to anybody, regardless of ability, background or whatever. But the truth is it is still seen as a boy activity, playing football, um, and there still can be issues where a new girl comes down to join a group and the boys can be a bit reluctant to include them as much as they would if it was a boy, even pass to them as much as they would if it was a boy. Um, and the girls usually are aware of that even before they come down, so they're already probably more nervous than a boy would be coming into that session. And then when they see those things happening, that probably makes them even more reluctant to, to get on the ball and show their stuff. So that's certainly not right. And it would be a lot better if, if all the boys were always a lot more accommodating. But, but it's just reality. It's not, always, it's not always going to work like that, unfortunately. We do clearly do our best to, to, to educate boys and girls about it. And that actually probably leads on to a good point. One of our, one of our greatest ever players at foot Tech, um, a girl... She, one of, one of the things I enjoyed most about her coming to our sessions is she, boys learn very quickly that you shouldn't be saying things like girls can't play football or girls aren't good at football because <laughs> this girl was 99 times out of 100 better than a lot of them so I, I do think there was a huge learning curve for a lot of boys who did play um, with some of those girls but yet we have to also accept that it is a difficult environment to go, for girls to come into and, and we're got to get rid of a lot of those initial fears and anxieties about coming to training simply by having a girls only session.
0: Yeah. yeah that's been the that's been the issue that we've been we've done all we could to accommodate all the girls coming yeah, and yeah. so forth. But yeah, rightly or wrongly there is there is that mm-hmm. you know that boys versus girls mentality. I think that yeah. happens later on. Yes. Younger end, certainly our first touch sessions and our five, six and up to probably seven, eight year old, there's less of that. There is. Um they don't really care they no. just all crack on and that's brilliant something happens round about key stage two sort of year three onwards where this, this sort of divide happens um but i think the the player that you're talking about who i think pound for pound is probably should be top three if not if not the best player we've ever had yeah. uh, you know she's gone on to to, to Legion united and so forth will probably go on further no doubt she came down about year two and was just so determined barely kicked a ball Was so determined she got knocked down she she's had her runnings with with boys and girls during the during the time as she's got older She stuck at it even when there was that little you know the, the divide happening mm-hmm. and we just saw that what it did for her and the other girls that did that their development was so yeah. much quicker yeah. and i think that's probably been the decision that's been why we've not started, because we've just said, no, they need to do it, they need to do it, they need to it. But then, yeah, we have to appreciate that, certainly in your groups, you've had some older players that have come down, and, and again, they've stuck at it, and I've seen the benefits, but equally, there's, there's plenty that, that didn't like it, yeah. and have maybe missed out as, as, as a result, and that's, we want to help the girls' game, don't we? And the girls' game's growing, women's football's growing, it's brilliant to see, but... I think we have come to a point now where we think we need to do our bit a little bit more, maybe. So it's um it's exciting though, am we looking forward to it. And the, the challenges, like say for them coming down, are are that, that yeah, you're not gonna you're not always you're not you're not always gonna feel certainly certainly an older older player, you're not always gonna feel um Maybe like you belong sometimes, mm-hmm. um, because you've not some of the some of the girls that have been with it have been with it since sort of five six years old. And they've come through it, so they're fine. They're one they're they're one of the group. It's fine. But yeah, the older players we've seen a
1: little bit of the, a different scenario. I think we really sometimes in terms of the the, the younger ones as you, you well. And that point in key stage between key stage one and key stage two where we've we've noticed a number of girls. Um, it, I mean, my, my Bella was one of the one of the first ones that did it. She she came, to footstep from about four year old and seemed to enjoy it and do really well each week. And then got to a point where uh, I think they started playing more at school at break time and lunch time. And at that point, she started coming home saying, uh, "football's for boys." And there wasn't really much much turning back from that point. Thankfully, she's got she but she must have had a, a good couple of years away from it completely. She's just started getting back involved and really uh, getting involved in it again. But yeah, it, it it was something that kept coming up at those at that particular age, so hopefully this will help resolve that. Um, we're talking about older girls and having difficulties coming, but the younger ones when they come, so if we're talking about the really youngest days, the first touch groups, the four and five-year-olds, if we have a group of four-year-olds and we're comparing the girls and boys, girls are actually often uh, at a higher level, starting off, um, not necessarily their football ability, but um, their coordination and agility, those times of physical movements, as well as their ability to listen understand and follow instructions, That, that that's true in, in all areas of life, that girls do grow and develop and mature quicker than boys, and that, that's just really evident in your yeah. age of football when you're asking them to, to follow instructions. So there's an argument to be made that if you did have a group of just girls at that age, you might be able to get more out of them than perhaps a group that age of boys. Who knows? Mm, yeah, we'll see. I think the other thing with the
0: reason why we've not done it is we are fathers to girls. You've got three, I've got two and and it's not just for that reason but we we looked at it and said well why why would we ever separate them when and what because what does that what message does that send Mm. what message does that send to a girl that they're not good enough to play with a boy when in reality a lot of them are and we've had a lot of the girls that come down are better than most of the boys um so why why would we do that but again whether it's society or, or parents not I don't want to say not being supportive but parents not sort of getting on board and over encouraging and so, and so dealing with that short-term pain of them not enjoying it for the long-term gain of the development they get i don't know but i think that's been that that's been a bit of a thing we've wrestled with morally hasn't it mm-hmm. like why why would we separate them why why would we do that i don't want my daughters thinking that they can't come to a football session because boys are playing but that's an important point in that we're still gonna have our mixed sessions at this at this group, at this at this session time, because if there's if these girls there that we feel would benefit more from playing in the mixed groups, we're gonna advise them to do that and we're gonna talk to the parents about that. And then it's up to them, it's their decision, because we, we still wanna provide that opportunity for, for further development. And it doesn't always happen that then we might have a group of girls that actually it's that group's better than any other groups we have got. In which case, stay there. That's better for your development. But if there's uh, another one that they can go into because they're showing the right sort of signs, then we might have that conversation with them and the parent to say, actually, it'd probably be better, you know, over there. But that's that's the thing that we're doing. Out, we're going to make sure that we've got still got those opportunities for for further development that way, playing with, playing against boys. But then other things that we're also looking at, and we're going to look at this at cross foot tech is. Doing things like tournaments, taking them away for for, for ad hoc tournaments, ad hoc galas, ad, yeah. ad hoc matches to further, further help the development and do things like that. Almost have like representative teams, I guess. Um, and there'll be more information coming out on that, but certainly for the girls, it, it, there's, there are a few more bits you can do like that that we're we're aware of, which I think will be really exciting. But yeah, we're just really we're looking forward to it now, aren't we? Just want to. So we're going to get some information out over the over the course of the next couple of weeks. It's summer holidays as we at the time of recording, so there's not everyone's focused on staycations and whatever else <laughs> they're doing. So we are going to get some information out shortly. But yeah, did you have anything
1: else to add on it, Nick? Anything that you? Um, no, like I said, excited for it. Excited for the opportunities we're going to provide to those girls who currently feel they they can't come down. Uh, also excited for. To see it from the coaches point of view it'll certainly i'm expecting it to be a very different dynamic in a girls only group uh, compared to a mixed group or, or a boys group so as coaches will learn and develop and, and understand how to get the best out of those which is only going to help us definitely so yeah we just thought that'd be a nice short
0: and sweet one for uh, a bit of, you know a few updates there as to what we're going to be doing come come september but we know that there's plenty of parents out there that, that listen to these and follow us on social media that have girls that want to get into football or play football already and want to come to foot tech and, and now there's there's more opportunities for that. So please drop us a line if you'd like to talk in a bit more detail. But as I say information will be out on our socials and mailing lists and so forth over the coming weeks. Thank you for listening for that to that short one. Uh, we are going to get these podcasts up and running again now that we're we're back into uh, to some sort of normality it's been a bit of a crazy few months getting the weekly sessions going again getting the getting the camps obviously up and running again and the after school clubs and our speed training so we've just not had much time to to do things like this but we're going to be trying to sit down more regularly talking about issues that parents are facing with their children in sport football stuff in general maybe try and do a, a little bit more things aimed at coach specific stuff and football teams and things so yeah lots lots to look forward to with that but thanks for your time nick as always thank you guys for listening and we will see you soon